You are listening to Radio Maria and it is time for Credo this evening. And this evening our Credo talk is on spiritual direction and we are delighted this evening to welcome Mary Johnson to us. Mary. Hello. It's good to have you with us this evening. Thank you, Aileen. It's good to be here. Thank you for inviting me. Mary um, is a spiritual director for both the Catholic Diocese of Arundel and Brighton. And she's also a spiritual director to the Anglican Diocese of Guildford. Since yes, she, that's right, isn't it? And since you finished yeah. training in July 2012, you've been in both of those dioceses. You work almost full time. And so you fit the spiritual direction around that, Mary. So it'll be interesting to hear about that. And I know that you see people on a one-to-one basis and have also participated as a guide in weeks of guided prayer. So we welcome you with us this evening, Mary. Thank you for your time. Um, Would you start with a prayer for us? And we will look forward to hearing uh, in the first part about you and your work. Thank you, Aileen. Yes, um, it would be my pleasure, my absolute pleasure and honour to start with a prayer. So, dear Lord, I just want to put this hour in your hands. I ask for your blessing on all those involved in this programme and for all those listening as well, that your Holy Spirit will blow through everybody, Lord, and help us to learn more about you and grow grow ever deeper in our relationship with you. I pray that um, you will um, really blow through me today as I talk about spiritual direction, Lord. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Mary. Thank you, Aileen. Um, So I was going to start with a little bit about how I uh, came into spiritual direction. So I began in the summer of 2004 when I had some extraordinary spiritual experiences in Lourdes and afterwards, leading to a friend suggesting that perhaps I needed to talk to somebody about them. I remember approaching our then curate and asking if he would have the time and be willing to be my spiritual director. To my delight, he agreed. So I was able to talk to him about these extraordinary experiences, which led to a real developing of my own spirituality back in 2004. I found it enormously helpful to be able to talk at a deep level about my burgeoning faith with somebody new, somebody who understood and who was a good listener. It was a new thing for me to feel a deep spiritual stirring, to be brave enough to talk about all that was happening and to have the luxury of being listened to as I explored it all. It was like God was reawakening me at a deep level. After a year, our curate moved parishes hopefully not as a result of being my spiritual director, and suggested I contact Father Luke Jolly at Worth Abbey, who maintained a list of directors in the Diocese of Arundel and Brighton, to see if he could put me in touch with somebody else. He suggested three possible people. I met the first and initially wasn't sure if we were the right fit, but something inside me told me to wait and not to contact the others. I can only attribute that to God, 
as this person has been my director ever since. She has become very dear to me, and I treasure the time that we spend together exploring my journey with God. What a gift she is. Our relationship has always reminded me of that image in the Bible of the chick nestling under the mother bird's wing. I'm so grateful for her for journeying with me over many years through thick and thin. I particularly treasured her spiritual input following the death of my bedbound mum, for whom I was the primary carer for many years, and the long journey back to the world of work and a more normal life since her death over eight years ago. Looking after my mum, along with that spiritual awakening in 2004, led me to do various courses, including the brilliant personal and spiritual growth course at Worth, as well as some online counselling training. The time I spent dealing with my mum's needs developed different aspects of me from my previous work life, and I felt called to change the way that I was living and what my priorities were. So I moved from wanting the kudos of a good job and the things that go with it, to wanting to deepen my awareness of God's presence in my life. In about 2008, both a good friend and my spiritual director happened at the same time to suggest that I might consider becoming a spiritual director myself. I remember at first being quite surprised and flattered, but felt that I wouldn't have the confidence to pursue it. I imagined all spiritual directors to be very knowledgeable and mature in their faith. However, gradually through prayer and reflection, I decided to apply to join a course, push the door to see if it opened and if it felt the right thing. I wanted to be able to be there and offer what I had received in terms of spiritual accompaniment and development to anyone that God may choose to put in my path. Spiritual direction is often a hidden ministry, but a beautiful one. It is providing a loving, listening ear for someone to be able to take the time to talk and explore all the ways that they feel that God is or isn't working in their life. All is done in prayer, and there are very much three people present in each meeting. The directee, the director, and the Holy Spirit. It is holy ground and completely confidential, barring any safeguarding or other safety issues. I feel that the role of the director is to act as a kind of conduit for the power of the Holy Spirit. It amazes me the words that I find myself speaking on occasions to the person and the amount of love that I can feel for them emanating from me. All, no doubt, through God's grace and provision. It's actually not direction at all. That's a complete misnomer. Guide, companion or accompanier along the spiritual path are better descriptions. There is no set path to direct people along or set agenda to follow. 
Each person comes just as they are, with their own stories to tell and experiences to share. And through being listened to and gently prompted, there is a sense of their being helped to discover more of what God is doing in, with and through them. So often there is a beautiful sense of God's peace at the end of the time. Another gift from God, both for the person and the director. Spiritual direction involves meeting someone on a regular basis for approximately an hour every four to six weeks. Some people seek it for a specific and finite reason. Others, more usually, appreciate the depth of accompaniment on an ongoing basis. The norm is to have an introductory session to meet and explain what is it about and discuss the person's expectations. Then if both agree to meet two further times before having a review to see if the experience is beneficial to the directee. Historically, meetings nearly always took place in person, but post-pandemic, it has become more normal to offer via Zoom, WhatsApp or Skype as well. This means directors no longer have to be local to directees, so can open up many new possibilities of connection worldwide. The downside, however, is that so much of communication is non-verbal, and this can be lost to a degree when online, regardless of how hard we try. So there are pros and cons. It is amazing how few people know about spiritual direction and that it is available to them. People sometimes come as a result of attending a week of guided prayer or a guided retreat and then wanting to continue having a companion on their ongoing spiritual journey. Others may start spiritual training which requires them to have a spiritual director but it is actually open to anybody seeking to deepen their relationship with God. It's a very gentle, often hidden ministry, but one which really helps people to explore and deepen their spirituality. I cannot stress enough the luxury of having an hour to think and talk about how you find yourself on your spiritual journey wherever that may be, to be listened to. People often think that they may not be good enough or holy enough to try spiritual direction, but there is no requisite starting place other than a desire to deepen one's relationship with God and explore that in the company of a trained listener. So, Aileen, if it's okay at this point, I'd love to introduce my first piece of music. We'd love to hear it. <laughs> <laughs> and I believe it's Draw Me Into Your Presence. It is. And the reason that I love this is because it's so gentle and it absolutely hits the core of our spirituality, that what we really want at the depth of ourselves is to be ever more closely drawn into God's presence. Thank you, Mary. Thank you. 
listening to Radio Maria and we have with us this evening Mary Johnson speaking to us about spiritual direction. Mary, please continue. Thank you, Aileen. So I wanted to say how important it is to find a director that you feel comfortable with, as it is a courageous step to open up to a stranger about your innermost spiritual thoughts, feelings and experiences. I'd like to stress that spiritual direction is not counselling, nor is it a friendship. The dynamic with counselling is very different. In spiritual direction, there is no set path. There is no goal at at the end of a certain number of meetings. Spiritual direction is much more fluid, and the one in charge is God. As with a friendship, the boundaries are different because although there is a deep bond that develops between director and directee, the time is very much the directees to explore their spiritual journey and the director acts as a kind of conduit or vessel helping the directee to find their way. It's not a time of the director sharing. There's never any pressure or obligation on a directee to continue with their spiritual director. If the relationship is helpful to the person in their spiritual journey, then brilliant. But if the match is not a good one, then they're free to stop at any time and go back and request a different director if that's what they wish. It's important to have regular reviews after the first three sessions, then six months, and then annually in order to be able for both the directee and director to have the possibility to air any views or potential concerns and thereby open the door to finishing the relationship if that is deemed best. In any case, If a directee doesn't feel they wish to continue, they will in all probability simply not make another appointment. For anyone wishing to find a director, look on your local diocesan website for links or contact a national organisation such as the Jesuits or the London Centre for Spiritual Direction, which has a national directory. And for anyone thinking of training to be a director, I would really encourage that too. 
there are several national courses which can be undertaken both in the evenings, at weekends and online with different budgets and many of them offer bursaries to help with the cost of the training. And I'll provide a list of these to Aileen at Radio Maria. So please contact her, I'm sure that's all right, if you're interested. The training course that I attended was at the Catholic Bible School in Nutbourne, just outside Chichester, and ran each Monday during term time from September 2010 to July 2012. The mornings were taken up with a time of prayer. We took it in turns to prepare a simple liturgy, followed by a time of teaching and sharing. We were set reflective homework so that we could develop more awareness of where we felt we were in our own journey with God and the challenges and surprises that we encountered along the way. We were also encouraged to see our own spiritual directors regularly in order to discuss whatever came up for us while on the course. Every Monday afternoon was spent in triads where we were split into groups of three so that one person could practice being a director, one person was directed and the third person observed. We would rotate the triad so that we each had a go at all three roles. We started with 10 minutes each, then over the two years gradually increased the time so that an hour with a directee finally felt comfortable. And it was fascinating how quickly the time actually passed. For me, the hardest part of the course was definitely having the confidence to practice being a director in the triads, especially when we were observed and critiqued by the two course leaders who would pop in to watch each group in turn. It was always fascinating to hear what they, the observer and the directee had to say afterwards. Although daunting, those triads were invaluable in my training and the best way to learn. They helped me hone listening skills and learn the difference between listening as a friend and as a spiritual companion. Listening for the energy that the directee brought into what they were saying. One of the people I talked to before starting the course had done the same course previously and interestingly didn't then practice as a director as he felt that God didn't place directees in his path it had been enough for him to explore his own spiritual development on the course. So I had no expectation of necessarily being asked to accompany anybody as a consequence of doing the training. I think this was quite freeing as I could focus on the course itself and not on how I imagined things may pan out afterwards. It was all in God's hands and remains so. The most disappointing moment of the course was undoubtedly on our final day in July 2012, when we had planned a magnificent celebratory bring and share lunch. I was on salads. I remember seeing the most wonderful trifle being brought in by another member of the group and my beady eyes lit up. But the heavens opened big time and our celebration couldn't take place as the Bible school started to flood 
So it was all hands on deck to try and help with damage limitation before the fire brigade arrived. And I never got to taste that magnificent trifle. Shortly after the course finished, I had the privilege of being a guide for the first time in a week of guided prayer held in 2013. And that helped me to feel more confident and affirmed by God in what I was able to offer to others for him. Over the years, God has brought different people and me together, sometimes for a season, sometimes indefinitely. And there has always been a great beauty in witnessing their vulnerability in opening up and sharing something of their unique spiritual journey. There is undoubtedly a sense of the depth of God's presence at work in these sessions, which we always start and end in prayer. Many times a lasting sense of God's grace and peace and deep joy comes to rest on us both during these sessions. I still meet with some of my training course peers every two months for group supervision, where we talk about any issues we are currently experiencing in our spiritual direction work. These meetings continue to be a source of great joy as there is a very deep bond of sharing and support that has built between us. I also have additional ongoing one-to-one -one supervision to talk about anything that's affecting me in my own offering of direction. Working almost full-time means I have relatively limited capacity for direction. I currently see six directees regularly which feels about right in order to give them space and time and not to overcrowd them in my own mind and reflective time and prayer time about them with God. I find that I'm closest to God when listening to someone in the role of director or as a guide during a week of accompanying prayer. It is such a beautiful gift to offer others and the fruit of the Spirit is that the director or guide is so blessed in the offering of it. But even after 10 years, I still struggle with confidence. It's like Paul's thorn in the flesh, and I trust that God will continue to meet me in that. Because this work, for him, is only possible with his grace and provision. I don't think my directees would be aware of the personal confidence issue. How the Holy Spirit guides what I say continually leaves me amazed, in awe and with deep gratitude. And it isn't about me and my ego struggles. It's about being absolutely there for the directee, simply being a vessel or conduit through whom they are hopefully able to encounter God ever more deeply. I'd like now to read a poem, an anonymous poem called Listen, which sums up some of the skills and giftedness of direction. When I ask you to listen to me and you start giving advice, you have not done what I asked. 
when I ask you to listen to me and you tell me why I shouldn't feel that way, you are trampling on my feelings. When I ask you to listen to me and you feel you have to do something to solve my problems, you have failed me, strange as it may seem. When you do something for me that I can and need to do for myself, you contribute to my fear and weakness. So please listen and just hear me. And if you want to talk, wait. So after that, I think Aileen, if it's all right, I'd like to introduce my next piece of music. Yes, I have. Thank you. Yes, that's right. The reason that I've chosen this piece is because so often I think it's easy to take God for granted in a way and not to spend the time in just really being grateful to him, centering on his love for us and his finding us wherever we are in our journey, whether we've turned away from him or wherever we are. And it reflects too, I think, the thanks that I feel having been accompanied both as a directee and as a director. Thank you, Amy. Thank you, Mary. The number to call now as we're playing some music is 01223-375564. Dear listener, we are glad to have you with us this evening sharing in our own listening of what Mary has been saying to us. You are welcome to call in, whether you've called in before or not. Whoever you are, please feel very welcome to call in. I know that Mary would be glad to hear from you. So Mm -hmm. let's wait and have some music in the meantime.
listening to Radio Maria. It is Credo. We have Mary Johnson with us this evening. We would love to hear from you on 01223 375 564. We'll be back with Mary very soon. Please do call. this evening and Mary I have a few questions for you um, we may have a, we will okay. have so, we'll have some time for a little bit more music as well I think and I know you've chosen Spiegel im Spiegel so I've got that in mind to play soon too um, I thought it was really interesting that when you spoke to us um, you spoke to us first about first of all about the person who would be receiving seeking spiritual accompaniment and then the second half, you were speaking about who that person is that we as people who are seeking that will find. Um, and I think yes. the, the first question I would like to ask you is, I know in your story, you said that you had had an extraordinary spiritual experience that brought you to need to speak to somebody. And you also said that actually going for spiritual accompaniment doesn't rely on that, although I can imagine that many people come to seek it at a time of maybe crisis or major change in their lives. And I just wondered, could you tell us a little bit about people who seek accompaniment for the first time? Who do they tend to be? And could that be opened wider? Oh, OK. So um, the people that I've met with who've come for the first time more often than not, have tended to be those who have uh, participated in a local um, week of a company prayer. Um, so that could absolutely be opened wider. The more people know that spiritual direction is available, the better. I think we would all spiritual directors would agree with that because it is such a wonderful gifting of God to all of us. It, it is absolute community as God would have it. And I don't think that enough people know 
that spiritual direction is available unless it's actually um, unless they come across it in some way. So the difficulty of directors is actually getting the message across. So um, I think that probably answers your question, but it, it is so open to anybody and we would absolutely love for anybody and everybody to get in touch in order to develop this beautiful, often hidden ministry. That's so interesting because I know um, many of us, <laughs> the majority of us, can feel like we're not particularly special or holy people. And yet, thinking about, reflecting on what you have been saying and about God working in our lives, actually there is nobody who... God isn't desiring to work in our life or, or working in our life. So it, it really is for everybody, isn't it? Yes, that's right. And um, God didn't come to heal those who didn't need the healing. So um, very much it's being with people where they are. There, as I said, there's no prerequisites at all. It's And I think often, I know I myself felt, although I came about having a director because, as you mentioned, I had a specific thing that happened in Lourdes. But I felt very um, unsure in seeking direction. You know, was I holy enough? Was I, did I pray enough? Um, you know, would, would it be worthwhile for the director to see me? And, and yet, absolutely, my needs weren't, uh, my needs were absolutely met. My fears weren't founded in any way. And I find the same, it's, I think when you're a director, there's such an amount of love and empathy that you feel for the person you're accompanying that you just want to enfold them in God's love and help them wherever they are. And perhaps often um, the more uh, difficult they may find the journey, the more, the more love you feel for them because because we're all sharing the journey together. We're all hopefully easing each other's burden. Thank you. I'm going to put on a little bit of music and I see we have a caller. So I'm going to speak with the caller in a moment and also invite you to call again, dear listener. The number is 01223 375 564. And I'm going to play Spiegel im Spiegel just for a couple of minutes.
You are listening to Radio Maria and we have um, Julia on the line and Julia, we have Mary who's here to listen and answer your question. Hi, Julia. Hi, are you a sister? No, I'm not. I'm a lay person. Oh, good. That's encouraging. So you, but you are a spiritual director? Yes, I'm a spiritual director. Thank you. So that means you can be a lay person and be a spiritual director at the same time. You absolutely can. Yes. I know in the network that we have for Arundel and Brighton, we have a mixture. Uh, we do have some religious as well as lay. Um, but you absolutely can. Yes. Sorry, I should have made that clear in my words before. So I hope that's encouraging for you, Julia. Yes, I mean, forgive me. I, I Today I've had a restless day and so I've dipped in and out. Um, and so I might have missed some important information. But the tail end of it is that uh, what I thought I heard was that, you know, you can be searching and and ask the spiritual direction in order to be a spiritual director. Is that correct? So the two are different. You can you can. You can be searching and ask for a spiritual director and you may not want to then move on and become a spiritual director, but in time, maybe you would. But the idea of seeking spiritual direction is purely in order to help you in your spiritual journey. So it may then be that after a period of time, you feel you have a gifting and want to offer something further and train to be a spiritual director as I did, or mm -hmm. it may be that you, um, that you don't. Yeah. It's whatever, whatever way you feel God is working with you. Yeah, because I wondered whether it would be okay for me to explore the possibility of training becoming. as a spiritual director? Yes. Yes, certainly. If you feel that you have uh, a calling to train in spiritual direction, then absolutely. And I can provide a list, as I said, to um, Radio Maria. I'm sure Aileen will um, let me send details through of current courses. But what I would stress is that mm -hmm. if you decide to go ahead, all the courses would require you to have a spiritual director yourself whilst you're training to become a spiritual director. Excellent. So do you already have a spiritual director? Well, uh, I'm in a bit of a, a twilight zone situation yeah. where I'm not sure. Well, I wish you well in, in clarifying that. So I would really encourage you as with everybody, to, to pursue having a spiritual director because it is such a, such a blessing from my yeah. own personal experience. And then see, in due course, see if you feel you're being called to uh, train as a spiritual director yourself, then brilliant. But at least mm -hmm. at the beginning, um, make sure that you have a, a spiritual director that you feel very comfortable with that you feel that you can open up to and be vulnerable with and that you feel yeah. is above all is helping you in your journey towards deeper 
um, knowledge of God in your life? Well, let, let's uh, let's sort of yes, it's one step at a time, isn't it? I mean, sometimes it's uh, it's not uh, you know I'm not in charge, so <laughs> it's a matter of me praying my way through it. I mean, I, I tend to gravitate towards briefs because I particularly uphold the sacrament of reconciliation. So, you know, I, I think it's through the sacrament of reconciliation that I feel I can identify the best person. So because yes. it's a sacrament, it has to be a priest. So that's, yeah, yes, for me. I, I hear what you're saying. Traditionally, I think um, perhaps um, people would uh, gravitate towards having a priest as a spiritual director, but there are a lot of lay people now who have been very well trained. Um, and obviously we can't offer the... Uh, sacrament of reconciliation but um, we can journey with you alongside your then going to a priest for that sacrament um, mm -hmm. so I would encourage you to um, perhaps keep a broader um, perspective on spiritual direction and see the way that the Lord is guiding you very much appreciate uh, you talking to me and uh, thank you hopefully me expressing my desires over the radio might inspire someone else to um, explore their path as well. So that would be good. Wouldn't that be lovely? Yes, thank you. God, God bless. bless you. God bless. Thank you. So we will have music just for another minute. Uh, we have some time left, dear listener, to call in. And the number is 01223 375 five six four please do feel welcome we have time for it for one more question maybe two
Mary, can you hear me yeah. okay? Um, yeah, we have okay. had, um, we've got on our line Regina, who is a lady from Ghana, and um, she's asked me if I would um, just bre- just give an overview of her question, which I hope is correct. Um, and the reason she's asked me to do that is because um, she speaks very well and I understand her very well. But she, English isn't her first language and mm. it's a little bit difficult for her to be uh, to articulate on air. So, Regina, I hope mm. I get this right. So, Regina has talked about uh, such a beautiful thing. She said that she knows how much God loves her. Um, she regularly goes to Mass. She participates in the liturgy, but she has a great desire in her heart to learn more, that she feels that she would like more knowledge about God. And she wanted to ask you, and I hope this is correct, Regina, um, I, I felt that there were almost two questions and that the first was, is spiritual direction the place to seek this greater knowledge of God? Um, and if it is, and also if it isn't the only place or if it is not, um, where else could she get help within her parish? Um, Regina, it belongs to the London Parish, Sudney, Sud- Sud- I think it's called. Regina, would you say hello and just let me know if that's OK, what I've said? Regina? Ah, Regina. Hello? <laughs> Can, yes, yeah, sorry. Can you just say hello and let me know if that's OK, what I've said? Yes, Okay. Okay, thank you. Hello, Regina. Hi, thank you for your question. Um, So in answer to what you were saying about um, wanting to know more of God, (coughs) and would that be through spiritual direction? Yes, it absolutely would, insofar as a deep personal encounter can be developed through a spiritual direction, through having a director journey with you and yeah. the director can um so sometimes uh i provide bible passages sometimes poems sometimes pictures various things sometimes um ignatian contemplations all sorts of different ways that seem appropriate for the directee to deepen their knowledge of god on a, at a personal level Mm-hmm. So that's how direction could help. However, mm-hmm. I need to clarify that spiritual direction is very different from Bible study. Okay. So you can do, obviously, as many different ways of finding God that are right yeah. for you as you wish. But if mm-hmm. you wanted to pursue Bible study, then that would be something that you would pursue um, perhaps through your own parish. Yeah. Uh, so just to highlight to you that they're, they're very they're two very different things, but they yeah. obviously very well work alongside each other. Yeah. I hope that's clear for you. It yeah, it's clear for me. So as you approach my um, um, priest to direct me what to do, oh? Right. So you're going to your priest and... and if you talk to him about yeah. um, what there is in your parish or in the diocese for Bible study, but also hopefully in your diocese, there will be availability of spiritual direction. Okay. And if, there, if there isn't, then please look nationally because 
there are registers. There's a London Centre for Spiritual Direction, um, okay. which has a register. So you can find somebody near you or find somebody online if okay. you would like to pursue spiritual direction. Okay, okay. I understand. I will approach uh, one of my friends so that they, they can tell me what to do and where to go. Right. Because we don't have anything like that in our church. It's a um, local um, church and people don't um, uh, attend too much. So only one priest is there. Yes, and one priest can't manage everything. But no. there, are lots, there are lots of us, um, more and more lay people who have been trained in spiritual direction and would only, yeah. would be only too delighted to share yeah. this gift with other people. So please, mm. please, I would encourage you to, to pursue it. Yeah, I will ask... I will inquire and then approach somebody to help me to to uh, where I should go and where I should, uh, what I should do. Yeah. And your program encouraged me. That is, I don't know how to talk. I don't have, um, I don't understand um, uh, English language very well, too. Yeah. Yeah, you're very welcome for having called in, Regina, and we understand you. So um, we've understood what you've asked. And um, I know, Mary, you asked me if we would ha keep information here as well. So um, the email address uh, is in info, I-N-F-O at radiomariaengland.uk. So you, okay. can, you can always email us there. And we're also, we have a website, Radio Maria England UK, Regina, okay. for you and for, for anybody else. And yeah. Yeah. on that website, um, our contact details are there. So we have a phone number. Phone number probably isn't the best way for this, but we do have a contact form that you can write on or you can use our email address. Yeah. Um, and so you, we can always help you with that information if okay. needed. Um, yeah. and, and I will also see whether we can get something put onto the website or as well, information about how to contact spiritual directors. I hope you that's know, helpful. I, yeah, I'll ask somebody to help me too, I, because I don't know anything about um, going to the, the, the computer and all the rest of the Yeah. So I'll ask somebody to help me. Yes. To, to get Radio Maria. Yeah. On on email. Yeah. You're very welcome, Regina, to do that. Thank you very much. Okay. Thank you. God bless. Thank you, Regina. Yes. Thank you. Thank you too. <laughs> God bless you. You too. <laughs> Mary, thank you so much for your time this evening given to us in your busy life, that full-time work and spiritual direction and now um, our lovely listeners <laughs> on Radio Maria. Well, thank you too, Aileen. It's been a, a delight. Thank you so much for inviting me and um, uh, this comes with my blessings for everybody, for all the listeners and all those involved in this programme. So thank you so much. Would you um, send us off with a prayer, please, Mary? I, w I will. 
So, dear Lord, I just want to hold up to you all those who participated in the programme this evening, whether directly, whether phoning in, or whether by listening. And I just pray that your blessing will be upon us all, Lord, and your guiding spirit will help us to grow ever more deeply towards you at the depth of our being, so that we may all find the best that we can be living in the fullness of life that you came to give us. Amen. Amen. Amen.